Wellness for the Rest of Us, the podcast where we talk about wellness topics in a way that helps us accept ourselves and others, creating a world peace. No biggie. This month we have been on the topic about inner critic, which is of course a topic that we could speak on for months, but we're dialing it down to just the really concise information. Our inner critic is the voice or feeling we have that is negativity towards us. Last week, we discovered that our critic is a huge part of our brain's survival mechanism. It's designed to keep us safe from life-threatening behaviours and rejection from our tribe. And it may sound a little like this. I say dumbo things. We made the decision to switch up the way that we viewed and interacted with our critic from wanting to dismiss her and get rid of her to acceptance and appreciation for their work at keeping us safe from danger and rejection. And so this week we're integrating spirituality and our inner critic. I know that last time we spoke about spirituality and that month's topic, I really struggled a lot. So this month, I'm going to first get clear on what I mean when I speak towards spirituality and how it can be helpful in our overall wellnessing journey. And then I'll go into integrating it with our inner critic work. Okay, what am I speaking to when I bring up spirituality, you ask? I'm speaking about the belief, feeling, or knowing that there is something bigger than you out there, something bigger than you that you're also a part of, something more to being human and I think it's more of a feeling sense as I'm not sure our brains have the complete neurological capacity to comprehend that idea in a way that can go into words but there is probably maybe also a way that you do put yours into words. I'm definitely not speaking exclusively to air quotes religion here at all though that may be the outfit that your spirituality wears. Let me give you a rundown of the names that I've heard that greater than the force come under. God, the flow, Pachamama, spirit, isness, higher consciousness, the Tao, Dharma, the middle way, source, the greater good, divinity, beingness, creation, luck, family, science, ancestors. I know folks that just wholeheartedly believe in themselves. Lucky, lucky buggers. Rangi and Papa, creator. It's the thing we know is there, but we can't quite quantify. Or for some of us, we can quantify it. So I suggest, recommend and implore you to have a, a little lean into that idea and what it feels like for you. Maybe it's your ancestors, even your country, your family. It's just a thing that gives you faith in a higher purpose. Take a moment, pause the podcast right here and have a little search in yourself around that statement. There is something bigger than me that also is in me. I just, I, I think that that can be hard sometimes um, given our conditioning around religion and the media hype around extremists within religion, our societal conditioning around 
air quotes, spirituality or mumbo jumbo, but it's in our personal and collective best interest, I believe, to get involved with some mumbo jumbo. So it's also in everyone's best interest. Not get defensive or afraid or dismissive of the mumbo jumbo of others or to get too attached to our own mumbo jumbo because it's all the same. It's all just a force that's greater than us. And I don't believe that that force cares a damn what name it takes for each of us. It's only the human part of us that needs to protect that name, that name that the that the force is called for us. Uh, I digressed a lot. Let me outline some, not all, because that would steal the limelight from future episodes of the benefits of having a connection to something greater than us and inside of us to our well-being, our wellness. So some of the benefits that spirituality has to our sense of well-being. It gives us somewhere to put our faith until we develop faith in ourselves or perhaps more importantly, it leads us to faith in ourselves. It gives us the notion of unconditional love, which may not have had, we may not have had modelled by our family or our community. It lends us strength to live from somewhere other than our survival-driven human brains. It lends us a connectedness, or a, a, which is a feeling our brains need to know safety. It gives us another dimension to play with, and that brings us more joy and more depth to our experience as humans. I hate to brag. I actually love to brag, but I think I'm finally putting together an episode on spirituality that I'm not mortified mortified by. I also I want to acknowledge that there is this other side of air quote spirituality when it becomes overtaken by our human need to survive and conquer. Um, I want to acknowledge that there's been some pretty horrific persecution and oppression and ostracizing in the name of religion and spirit and it can be a way to avoid facing our shame and becoming air quotes better better people yeah there's like a dark side to all of that which I want to acknowledge but I believe that continuing to grow our self-awareness and acceptance is as the antidote to this other less healthful side of spirituality and there I am digressing again this is why the spiritual pillar of our wellness and the rest of our structure has kind of freaked me out because it can be so huge and many faceted and I have to keep it together. Right. Now to how our spirituality can be used when we're working with our inner critic. First, that that greater that greaterness is a is a great ally against the harshness of our inner critic. We will talk more about allies later. By allies, I mean, you know, like a co-conspirator, a teammate, somebody that's on your side. So that feeling and knowing of that greaterness is an ally against how harsh our critic is. It's also, it's so big that the little voice in our heads becomes really insignificant. Put that voice of your critic next to that greater good that you know and feel in your soul and it'll diminish to the size of a scared little child who needs protection. Uh, I want to chuck in a quick interjection here. Hi, Mum. Hope you're following along and picking up what I'm putting down. If you're not, just get out of your head. Spirit or God or bigness all lives outside of your brain, so just feel it all. Catch the vibe. Okay, I love you. Okay, your critic and your connection to something greater cannot 
coincide within you. So hearing one and then handing over to the other will drown out the former and and you get to choose which of those is drowned out. Go <laughs> rewind that and re-listen to that if you need if you need to. I'll say it again. Your critic and your connection to something greater cannot coincide within you. Hearing one, then handing over to the other will drown out the former and you get to choose which is drowned out. Okay, next, if you feel or know, believe in a greater good and the idea that it's always there, it's no longer a concern to you, the possibility of being rejected from your tribe. So the sense of your tribe being the greater good takes away the need for your critic to protect you from rejection because your tribe's always going to be there. And that's the thing that gets into the neural pathways of your brain. If your brain knows you'll always have a tribe, its need for survival is switched off. It allows you into parasympathetic mode. And through any of this, I'm not talking about handing your autonomy over to this higher good and hoping. It's about you taking your autonomy and knowing that you're you're supported in what you do. And another way that the greater good and your inner critic work together, you can recognize the way that your body functions like magic and in total conjunction with everything that is. How could you possibly, possibly be dumb or ugly or not enough? Go, there, there just ain't no way. I get carried away. So in conclusion, the bigger thing than you is an ally next to your critic. It takes the place of your tribe. The bigness which is always going to be fallible and it takes away your brain's need to keep you from being rejected the bigness takes away your need for control of yourself and others overriding your critics need to say anything to acquire said control and it's also so big and magical and you're a part of it which diminishes that voice into a weeny weeny little whisper okay that was a lot more than three pieces of information uh Go back and listen to the podcast if you need to. Um, the work for this week is suss what you feel about greater than you. If you if you can't do that, maybe suss what your critic is saying about that idea or the experiences, parental values, societal judgments, media happenings that are blocking you from being able to accept and take on that idea. But how do you head about it? Just vibe the feels, even if all you can come up with is family. Shit family is definitely a greater than that you're still a part of. Just feel what you feel, vibe what you vibe, and and you'll know what's right. Keep noticing your critic, keep accepting its efforts to keep you safe, and just put her or him in the same frame as the idea bigger than and see what happens if you put the two of them together. Keep their thoughts outside of yourself. You are not I am. So yeah, that's the work for this week. Keep to work. Good luck. Um next week we're going to go into more specific techniques for working with your inner critic. I plan for these to be pretty varied. Some won't vibe with you at all and others will. And they'll be split over a few episodes to like avoid that information overload that we've gotten from this episode. But that'll start next week and then the month after we're gonna roll into judgment but that's a while away so the next few episodes are going to be around specific techniques for working with your inner critic okay thanks for tuning in bye